This is a podcast from Rover. Welcome back into Rex. Well, of course, uh, somebody that always has a spring in his step, uh, much like uh, Wayne Langford, who we've just been talking to, is John Pepper, an Ag Proud NZ uh, chair. Always enjoy catching up with John. Of course, these days, uh, an Environment Southland councillor. Uh, morning, John. How are you? Yeah, good guys yourselves. Yeah, no, we we can't complain. Um, how's it? But you know, how's how's things going? First of all, with the new gig, the Environment Southland gig. Um, yeah, well, we obviously had a bit of a break over Christmas and that after a bit of about six weeks of um, um, sort of getting the feet under the table. And obviously, going to take a little bit <laughs> bit of catching up to do there, coming up the speed with um, which is you know the the um, council's been really good at trying to um, just. Just, you know, new councils coming in, um, really trying to help them come to speed. So, no, it's going really well. Um, look, we've got some big challenges coming. I think all the provinces in, in New Zealand have, but um, yeah, you know, a lot of stuff coming at us, and we, you know, there's going to be some pretty tough decisions to be made. And you know, he's popping my hand up because um, it's really important that you know, we make sure all the community come along with those decisions. Um, some of them might not be as that palatable, but you know, it's um, part of um, working in the environment, isn't it? Yeah, and, and and when you say that in terms of not being that palatable, but you, I guess is um, you know communication, isn't it? And, and the journey is going to be and get to getting through to those moments of those decisions being made and implemented is, is key, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, now, tell me, there was a, a photo of you recently at the farm down there, Edendale, crutching down and contemplating a rather dry-looking paddock. How are the conditions farming-wise at the moment? Uh, pretty dry, eh? Look, it's, um, compared to last year, we're probably as dry, but last year, the previous season to this one, it was, it was just a real dog of a spring. Um, we probably had what the North Island have experienced this year. Um, whereas this spring, um, absolutely amazing, probably the best I can actually recall. So we've made a huge amount of supplement, um, and we're seeing that in the cost of feed in South at the moment. It's, um, if anything, it's actually softening. So Southland's in a good place. Um, we've just got to just got to uh, keep being tactical on, on our decisions. Um, there's rain in the forecast. It's basically ten, but we only got four. I've seen next week stuff's a wee bit iffy, but at least it, it is something. But um, yeah, pretty dry. We're about um, oh, about two-thirds, half to two-thirds supplement going into the cows at the moment. So, um, yeah, but, you know, we've been told all the way through it's going to be a dry summer, but it's going to take a lot to replenish our soils. Um, we haven't had a, any, you know, underfoot wet conditions since October 21, um, which the rest of the country certainly hasn't had that luxury, uh, but that's going to take a lot of water to recharge the system and, um, you know, we'll start seeing pressure on aquifers um, much like we saw back in 18 when... Um, People already battling around the Edenville area. It wouldn't surprise if we start seeing issues like that again. Gosh, it's just amazing, John, that, that it can be so different in different parts of the country because we're just absolutely, we've had such a wet winter and even all these cyclones and various things that we've been having through January as, as well. We have had terrible droughts at this time of the year. In general, we, we've, we would be expecting it to be quite dry, but, I mean, you guys are obviously... You haven't had any of that, so that that's um, that's a bit of a concern, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But we just got to adapt, day. Eh? Um, you know, if you were to go, oh, let's embrace it, then you 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 go tuna fishing because a fear of that happening down this way at the moment. And, um, 
yeah. these guys grow maize and um, you know, I think maybe we're just gonna see a slight shift into um how we manage our summers a wee bit. Um, um, you know, you don't want to be an alarm say we've got climate change, but you do talk to the um some of the more senior people of the community and I know last year when we were going through it, the real tough period, they talked about the seventies being very similar, um and then the eighties being those really wet um flooding years. So um Definitely we're seeing um, cycles, but obviously we probably slightly more extremes um, we're getting with temperatures and such like, especially yeah. the seawater temperatures are crazy at the moment. Yeah. So when you're talking about maybe there's going to be a bit of change or people will have to look at how they do things differently on farm, have you got any thoughts around that or is there anything you're doing on farm to try and mitigate these kind of conditions? Um, yeah, well, look, we, we're, we're inquiring seriously with our um, agronomists around doing maize. We've seen some guys trialling it down here this year, and some crops are um, uh, okay, and then some are absolutely outstanding. So we're just looking at what sort of options have we got to um, to try and cut a bit of that reliance on external feed coming in through these pinch periods. Excellent. Well, John, well, uh, when you say, I'm interested in that, and I'm not, I have no knowledge of that. When you say, the sea temperatures. Can you just tell me what that, you know, what are the sort of flow-on effects of that and what that might be signalling? Oh, look, I'm certainly no expert in it, but yeah. just in what I'm hearing, um, look, you know, if you've got a reasonable amount of tuna coming down and they're a month, six, six weeks early and coming really? as far yeah. south as Bluff, which we're not seeing for a long time, um, you know, I'm hearing it's putting a lot of pressure on the juvenile blue cod, Um and then obviously the carwai, they, they love a bit of a feeding frenzy on the white bait. So, um, you know, there might always be something to go catch. It might just not be what you're used to um, yeah. seasonally having. And, you know, and we know South is renowned for its white bait and its blue cod. So, um, yeah, there'll be, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, it's certainly going to have a wider impact. The way these um, warmer temperatures of summer have had is going to have a much wider impact than just what the farmers saw last season. Yeah. That's for sure. So, yeah. you know, yeah. you just got to roll with it and adapt and, yeah. Hey, John, one other question I wanted to ask you too was um, <clears throat> there was somebody on an Auckland radio station that I was listening to the other day bagging in Vicargos, and then, but the host did, uh, that was actually, I think it was, uh, oh, it was Duncan Garner talking about, he said, no, 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 the new mall and everything, the city's really starting to, is that new mall area and everything along that, or was that all completed yet down in Invercargill? No, nah, look, they're still, they're still working well through it, but, you know, they've got the Langford um, Hotel up and running. Yep. And the, the, the mall, uh, I, I, look, I personally haven't been through it yet, and they certainly opened it with a lot of empty shops in it. Um, but it, it really is a massive facelift going on in Dakar. Um, it, you know, it is a, Southland is a pretty awesome province of resources, and the, um, I guess just the general productivity of Southland. Uh, and you see it when you go through smaller towns like Gore and Winton and such like, you know, um, you can see that the, the, the the region itself does have um, pretty good GDP, but it's, it is awesome to see, um, yeah. you know, in the car, you know, because we saw that the airport got done up a few years ago and that really changed, you know, people yeah. get off the plane, just changed the whole approach of welcoming the visitors. And, um, you know, there's massive um, <clears throat> industrial um, growth going on as well in the car, you know, out through the Bill and Drive area, out through there, um, just keeps growing. So, no, and the cargo's going fantastic at the moment. Yeah, that's great. It's good to have urban, rural complement each other and and to have some good hubs there. I've got to mention, I've got to say this, uh, you're probably both going to call Mackay, you Auckland dickhead, but I had the best espresso martini I've ever had in Gore. 
Espresso Martini and Gordon. Which, uh, which 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 cafe was that, mate? It, it's, it's sort of like it was. Is it an old bank? It's sort of like a on a. It's on a double corner site. Um, I'm just trying to think what the name of it was. It's so like it's a bar restaurant. Um, I know that's not giving you any more clues, but I tell you, oh, and, I'm, and, I'm and, not and, being very. And, and John, it was Richard Lowe who ordered the espresso martini. So there you go. You're not being very specific yeah. here, yeah. Hamish. Yeah, I no, went, no, no. To, yeah. I went to Gore for the Young Farmer Grand Final years ago, and we had a great time. Oh yeah, no, it's fantastic, brilliant. John, thanks very much uh, for catching up with us and uh, bringing us sort of all sorts of information today, which was great out of the out of the mighty south there. That is Ag Proud NZ Chair uh, John Pemberton joining us here on Rex on the Saturday edition.